Hi, my name is Shreya Garge. And my name is Ty McCoy, and welcome to Ty and Prejudice. So, I'd first like to start by saying, I think prejudice has a lot of negative connotations. You know, it's really funny, because it's like you have a prejudice about prejudice. People associate the word prejudice with things like hate. Yeah, so the word prejudice literally means a judgment that is made without looking at the facts. And, uh, like you said, it's commonly used to describe negative things such as hate for a particular group or race or ethnicity because for example like ty said prejudice is just having a preconceived opinion about something you know just by the opinions around you and this can happen in a good way too because if all you hear about a certain topic is good things then when you go into it you might be thinking you know good things about it and so you know, not to be redundant, but that's a good way of thinking of prejudice. And, you know, Ty, so how does prejudice come to be? Um, so prejudice comes to be, it can depend on geographic area or where you've grown up and who you've been around with. For example, um, in the Deep South, some uh, older people are very opinionated from um, their way of race and uh, dating back to the Jim Crow era and um, segregation and you know once you get into a habit it's very difficult to break. So how does prejudice apply to To Kill a Mockingbird? This book was written um, down in Alabama um, and during this time you have events such as the Great Depression, Jim Crow laws, racial injustice, the poor South, and even the Dust Bowl and all of these together kind of form like the perfect storm for um, injustice in society, and it actually shapes society as a whole, and one of the major elements in society is prejudice, so that's why we're really diving in on prejudice right now. So, for example, in the book To Kill a Mockingbird, um, we see several uh, forms of prejudice within um, the book itself. Um, the effects of prejudice in To Kill a Mockingbird, we see Boo Radley um, is a victim of prejudice. He's not accepted, nor does he fit into the um, society that Maycomb um, County has uh, created for it, him and um, the rest of the people. Um, he's actually different from others, and this is why we see him being treated differently. He's not normal, so he's often punished um, by society and is very judgmental um, and really doesn't get the fair treatment that everybody else does. Yeah, and this is prejudice mainly because is there any reason to actually be this way to Boo Radley? Probably not. You know, and once you read the book, you'll find out that there really isn't any reason for so many negative things to be going towards Boo Radley, but this is prejudice because people have created this bias based on no factual information. So furthermore, we can see a different example of To Kill a Mockingbird where a character defies the odds of prejudice. You know, this is seen when Atticus Finch, who is a lawyer for the falsely accused Tom Robinson, forgets about any preconceived notions that society may have had for Tom and defends him regardless. This really shows his goodwill and even more than that, <clears throat> the courage and bravery he has because in, you know, this time in Alabama, it's a really daunting task to try to be yourself and forget about what everyone else has led you to believe. But Atticus Finch does this anyways. And this really dives into the theme of people fear what they don't understand because people never understood the fact that, you know, maybe people of different races can be equally as good or not bad, but they still had prejudice against them. For example, Tom Robinson was an African-American man, and really there's absolutely no reason to believe that just because this man is a different race, he would be convicted of this crime. 
but he still was because people of his time had that preconceived notion that all African-American people were bad. Yeah, so really good point, Shreya. Um, just to um, relate what's going on to Kill a Mockingbird, uh, the prejudice that we see in that society to today's society, um, in our country right now, we actually have an immigration crisis going on. And um, most of the time, immigrants encounter prejudice that some of us like can't even comprehend. Um, so immigrants frequently encounter prejudice in uh, aspects of life, such as employment, housing, education, and like I said before, other every, every other everyday aspects of life. Um, for example, in housing prejudice, we see this term called redlining, and it's basically where banks um, draw lines, like literally draw lines on a map to um, mark off where they won't give people loans based on their ethnicity or preconceived notions about them. Um, and basically, this is a big problem in society because um, it's an unequal balance of power and um, it's a form of prejudice because they believe that these um, immigrants or uh, certain uh, genders or whatever it may be won't be able to pay back um, any loans or anything. So um, the most uh, obvious form of prejudice is actually racism. And uh, we see this with not only um, uh, Hispanic immigrants coming up from Mexico, but also but we also see um, prejudice regarding other immigration groups from around the world, such as many groups um, coming from Southwest Asia. Shreya, can you elaborate on that, please? Sure, Ty. So, you know, we sometimes in society tend to think things, bad things about the Muslim people that live in Southwest Asia. People fear them in offices and in neighborhoods and in cities. And, you know, people tend to stray away from the Muslim ethnic enclaves that you find in society today. And that's really wrong of us because, you know, there might be some things that a few Muslim people have done, but the truth is there are even more things that people of other races and religions have done. But we don't judge, we don't judge the whole tree by one bad apple in that situation. So I think really what we have to do here is we have to realize that, you know, not all Muslim people are bad. And, you know, that may not apply to you personally as a listener, but, you know, it's just in general, I think we all have that preconceived notion. And, you know, that really can't be helped because of the news and society and social media today because all these things surrounding us have given us this impression of what to think. And that leaves very little room for true opinions and for you to actually make your own basis on true factual information. Yeah, so thank you, Shreya, for that great point. Yeah, of course. So I think we can all agree that from here on out, we should all be a little bit more open about our opinions and how we voice them and really make sure that anything we believe is based off of factual information. Yeah, after all, education is not limited to the classroom, but it is an important part of a person's everyday life. I know I've learned a lot, and I hope that you guys have learned a lot um, relating to prejudice, not only in Just to Kill a Mockingbird, but in society as a whole. So let's all work together to keep an open mind and to always um, give someone a chance before acting or thinking about them in a certain way. Well, this is Shrey and Ty from Ty and Prejudice signing off.